For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Please, take my hand. Now, open your mind to me. Please, open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6 really digging into the stories of the week in a way that you're just not getting anywhere else. I don't fall for the left-right paradigm, psyop, whatever you want to call it. Not left of center, not right of center. I am deep of center. I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go into that rabbit hole. I'm going to peel back the uh, the layers of what's going on. And I'm also always going to use as a touchstone our rights and protections against a uh, an overreaching government, a pathocratic government, a pathocracy, abnormal, contrary government. And one thing we were talking about before the break was uh, was the jury trial and how important that is. And for me, the more I think about it, and we were talking about this is important to know, that a jury can nullify. One person on a jury can say, that person did what he's accused of, and this is the law, but the law is wrong. And they can not vote to convict that a single person can change things uh, on a jury. And I, I believe that's a great reason to insist on the jury trial. But uh, but as an individual, I don't I'm I just I think this is what I think. This is where I'm concluding is that plea bargains are no good. They're a moral hazard through which the government coerces you to waive your constitutional rights. So uh, I really started to think about this with the Tommy Chong case where his son was absolutely without question entrapped into doing something wrong. And Tommy Chong. So the government in their complaint against him, said that he mocks law enforcement in his movies, his Cheech and Chong movies. He wasn't accused of doing anything wrong, but his wife and son were threatened with something like 99 years in jail for selling bongs across state lines, which they did not mean to do. you got to see AKA Tommy Chong, the documentary. It's amazing. And so Tommy Chong went to jail for something he wasn't even accused of because of the threat to his wife and child that they would go to jail. And then I realized that that's what they do. They threaten you with these insane penalties. Look up Ross Ulbricht serving a double life sentence plus 40 years with no chance of parole for running a neutral website, a platform, a neutral platform. Look into his case and the malfeasance the government perpetrated against him in order to get that conviction. But but my point is Lori Loughlin She's caught up in this college admission scandal. So when we covered that, I'm here with my producer, Binkley, and he came to the same conclusion. When we covered that, all I did was read the FBI's like couple hundred page indictment, no, affidavit. And I, I found nothing on her. As a matter of fact, some things on her that made it sound like she was conned, that they gave $500,000 to this guy's foundation and it was tax exempt. Did you, Binkley, find anything that you found to be 
uh, a smoking gun on her? It looked to me like she might have been entrapped. The smoking gun for me is that this her daughter could have probably gotten a full scholarship through the film department because she was already a successful filmmaker through YouTube and th- at that- USC and they lived yeah. in LA. I mean, it's just hard to believe. And then people are like, but but she had pictures on an urn. And my argument is, I actually rode crew at, on. I mean, not like at, I was no star, but my coach was a star, and she she was the Olympic coach in Seoul. And the Harvard coach of, of the team, and she would recruit coxswains from the skinny girls who never were in a boat before. You just had to be yeah. smart. You had to have a loud voice, presence, and you had to be weightless, basically. You and could not she fits down. those categories. So right. she would so be a good candidate. So putting her on an erg, it would just show you how big she was. Like they, they manipulated the public because of people don't know much about that sport. I didn't until I looked it up. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know of any high school rowing teams. Yeah, I, and I, she wasn't a rower. She's t- she's tiny. Yeah. She was not a rower. Rower's six feet tall. They would have recruited her also if she was a rower because it's really not that popular sport. And they had to teach her. I walked on to the Harvard rowing Yeah, team. they need to fill <laughs> the teams. And I was terrible, but they kept. They let me stay. So uh, so I wasn't buying this. I really, you know, I have to look into other people are entering the story here. Other people are pleading guilty and getting off with light sentences. I, I, I should continue to dig into the story. But what caught my eye this week is that Felicity Huffman and 12, 13, 14 other parents pled guilty, got whatever. After they did, I said, I knew Lori Lachlan wouldn't because her story, and I believe, so a couple of people got caught up in it but weren't charged. Phil Mickelson, Joe Montana. So some people were on the level and some people weren't. And after you, Binkley, told me that Lori Lachlan was uh, a conservative or religious or both, then I said, maybe they're, you know, and then I looked into her and she seemed like a a sincere uh person of morals so i thought this is weird that she would do this that's why i focused on her case and found i didn't think she did anything wrong and i hoped that she would fight so she decided not to plead so they went banana they threw the book at her they're threatening her they're charging with money laundering now they're threatening her with 40 years in prison why because they i actually wonder if this whole scam started with the government that it actually is for i believe that they're going to push some agenda with it but I wonder now if they were in, in it way before they've told us they are. And they included her because, oh, it's it's she was in the net and they were like, oh, let's get her, you know, but that they count on not being scrutinized, not having this thing torn brick by brick away uh, because it's a it's a funny thing anyway. I mean, bribery 40 years. Who, who, who was damaged? They gave the money. The money got to the school. It's a tough one, but she is going to be deterred. And now they're, like, her daughter's coming out crying, Mommy, Mommy, please. You know, so it's just, to me, uh, I, I, this fits with my interpretation of what was happening to her. And I, I'm curious. I'll keep updating you as the story unfolds. Well, her, her daughter's roommate probably suffered the most consequence for this because she was probably going to become a U- YouTube star by proxy, and then she got her celebrity roommate taken away. Uh, yes, because it's a true loss to USC. That's yeah, the thing. It, it is. is a loss to USC to lose this girl who was bringing notoriety and everything. She made fun of the school a little bit, though. They should have just told her not to. <laughs> I, I've worked in film, and her skill set is a very valuable one for that school. She could get a full ride there. I guarantee it. Yeah, because it's because she's the modern. She's cutting edge media. She's cracking the code on on new media. So. So I found that interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, and then another time, you know, I don't want to get into the other ancillary stories, but um, we'll keep up on that. I absolutely, I would be wrong not to play for you some of the clips that I wanted to, because um, I want to, I want to tell you what I think the bar, the bar hearing was about. So I'm gonna kind of go through the clips quickly, and uh, I might not have, it might be too quick, but this show is uploaded to thepropreport.com, like propaganda report, the prop report. On Wednesdays, commercial free, and it's and then the podcast Binkley and I do called the Propaganda Report is uploaded on Thursdays, commercial free. So if you if you want to hear the stuff, but I will try to make it decipherable. Let me let me start with this is these are the bar clips. I'm going to start with clip one. So, Rachel, will you please play clip one? This is Bill Barr. For the same reason we're worried about foreign uh, influence in elections, we want to make sure that uh, during an election, I think spying on a political campaign is a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, generation I grew up in, which was the Vietnam War uh, period, you know, people were all concerned about spying on uh, sure. anti-war people and so forth by the government. And there were a lot of rules put in place to make sure that there's an adequate basis before before our law enforcement agencies get involved in poli you know, political uh, surveillance. I'm not suggesting that uh, those rules were violated, but I think it's important to look at that. And I'm not just I'm not talking about the FBI uh, necessarily, but intelligence agencies more broadly. So who watches the Watchers? Bill Barr. <laughs> Bill Barr. He is my hero. Thank goodness he's on the job. Because that's fine. That's a big deal. You're a patriot. I'm not standing for it. I did Ruby Ridge. I mean, I'm not, I just, I'm not standing for that. He's changed his ways, maybe. Oh, really? He's not pardoning Iran-Contra criminals anymore? Oh, right, because Elliot Abrams is uh, on the job in Venezuela. So I guess that rehabilitation worked. Yeah. yeah. Nobody abuses power but him. I mean, maybe that's how it works. Well, it's Bill Barr exceptionalism. There you go. <laughs> So, but just to to put a finer point on it, let's, I mean, I'm saying the guys, he's there to make us think that there is somebody on the job. Don't you worry. If we flip from Republican to Democrat every eight years, all those rats will be flushed out. Now, don't worry about shining a light. Don't worry about that. We're going to get rid of leakers and whistleblowers and Julian Assange and all that. Don't worry about that because I'm the light. I'm, I'll let you know if you need to know. And I'm even going to get Comey. I'm even going to get Comey. You thought they were going to get Trump. I'm going to get Comey. And then they can get me next time. <laughs> so I'm going to get myself after that. I'm going to get myself. Exactly. Right. That's who he is. That's, that, that is definitely the guy. And it's so funny because his backstory is, ugh, makes me want to take a shower. And he's, <laughs> he's our, our hero like Comey and Mueller. Like these guys are deep state all the way. And uh, so I, I think I have time to play clip two just to put a fine point on it. Sorry, Rachel, I was supposed to tell you. Specifically. You're not suggesting, though, that spying occurred. I don't. Uh, well, uh, I guess you could. I, I think there was a spying did occur. Yes, I think spying did occur. Well, let me. But the uh, question is whether it was predicated. 
adequately predicated. And I'm not suggesting it wasn't adequately predicated, but I'd need to explore that. I think it's my obligation. Congress is usually very concerned about intelligence agencies and law enforcement agencies staying in their proper lane, and I want to make sure that happened. We have a lot of rules about that. Oh, yeah. It's just, I, I'm just here to verify that there's nothing to worry about, nothing to see. I Normally, normally you guys are on the job. Well, he says a lot of rules about that, and we. Both. Yeah, he said in both things. Rules, rules, rules. So that's the thing with Assange, too. It's like, well, what could we do? Yeah. He was he was in, you know, the, you got to follow the rules. It's like, okay, ask Ross Ulbricht if you follow the rules. Uh, there's so much more of this to flesh out, so stay tuned. This is Monica Perez. How can you close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> this is Monica Perez. If you don't recognize that great scene from Casablanca, it reminded me, so Claude Rains comes in, and he's hamming it up for the Nazis, I guess, or whoever he was with. The authorities, it's like, oh, I'm shocked there's gambling here. Meanwhile, he's in there every night, and they pay him off that way. They give him, the, he w- always wins. He wins every night. So just like between bar and the next clip I'm going to play for you, and the... Are you are you suggesting that the United States government engages in spying? I'm shocked, shocked to find that <laughs> spying is going on in this establishment. So yeah, I just couldn't couldn't help but take that. They're good. Barr is a good actor. I'll give him that. I don't think Brennan is as good an actor as Barr, but here is nonetheless the inimitable John Brennan in clip four. Rachel, could you please play us clip four? I was very disappointed in what Attorney General Barr said today about spying when he was referring to the investigation that was predicated, certainly, and that the FBI was trying to understand exactly what the Russians were doing. U.S. intelligence agencies were spy against foreign adversaries so that we can understand the threat to our national security. But for the Attorney General to imply or to say that there was spying domestically, he knows the language very well and he knows the terminology and he knows what it connotes, which is an extra legal activity taking place when in fact the FBI and CIA and others were trying to understand just what the Russians were doing. And we know now it is incontrovertible that the Russians were trying to influence the outcome of the 2016 election. All right, he triggered me. Okay, triggered. So. I have no time. We're going to play that again, and I'm going to tell you why I'm so triggered. He is insufferable. Well, I got to take a break. Uh, This is Monica Perez. I'll be back and tell you why we think he is insufferable after the break. Monica Perez. She's an anti-Terminator. Terminator? On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the libertarian voice on WSB, and uh, I'm going to play. I want to play that. Um. Clip four again. It was John Brennan responding to Barr. It's I think it's worth listening to one more time. I'll give you my thoughts on it. And then there's a couple of really fascinating clips from Judge Napolitano and a clip that absolutely calls BS is proof positive. These guys are full of it, or at least they're running 
uh, a con on us. So let me just hear clip four again, please, Rachel, if you don't mind. I was very disappointed in what Attorney General Barr said today about spying when he was referring to the investigation that was predicated, certainly, and that the FBI was trying to understand exactly what the Russians were doing. U.S. intelligence agencies were spy against foreign adversaries so that we can understand the threat to our national security. But for the attorney general to imply or to say that there was spying domestically, he knows the language very well and he knows the terminology and he knows what it connotes, which is an extra legal yeah. activity taking place when, in fact, the FBI and CIA and others were trying to understand just what the Russians were doing. And we know now it is incontrovertible that the Russians were trying to influence the outcome of the 2016 election. I can't. I'm so... <laughs> I got triggered like three times, so I kept forgetting like the first thing that made me mad about that. First of all, he's actually being semantical. He's like, don't call it spying. It's outrageous that he would call it spying. We're listening to what they're saying, but it's not spying because we have a good reason. <laughs> it's like, okay, that doesn't count. You want to chime in, Binkley, before I get to my next trigger Yeah, he point? also used the word extra legal, and he, he emphasized it too. Which I thought was interesting. The definition of extra legal is something not governed by laws or not within the scope of the law. When someone does something wrong to you that is mean but not illegal, this is an example of an extra legal situation where your remedies to right the wrong are not governed by the law. He chose that instead of using the word illegal. Right. He's definitely being semantic. Uh, he also said that the Russian thing was incontrovertible. Yes. Give me a break. <laughs> we know it's controvertible because we're having a controversy over it. And he's implying that he got incontrovertible evidence from whatever it is that they listened to. When Where does this evidence supposedly come from? The, the hacked email server, right? I can't. I'm not getting into that, but it's I'm just, just saying yeah. we all know it's not incontrovertible because we're having massive controversy about it that's going to last for another year. So it's not incontrovertible. And um, and on the break, I looked into his background. I want to see where he was like in 1995 or whenever it was that Ruby Ridge happened, because that's you know, that's where Bill Barr was at the helm. <laughs> and I started reading the Bill the john brennan stuff and i don't think i'm gonna make fun of him anymore because he scares me so you might want to look at his wiki page just like you know what this guy is i don't know why he's like on tv he should i'm surprised that he's the face of it all he's terrible i don't know but he scares me so uh but here's the thing is that these they're acting like we don't spy i want to play for you a clip that in a way it has no content it's all the form is all about this it's the this is proof positive that they they spy all the time this is dennis kucinich as the congressman it's uh it's gonna be clip five but it's dennis kucinich as a congressman who later said that he has no idea where this recording came from now this is around the time that we were Hillary was was not taking calls from Gaddafi and because uh, Gaddafi was trying to get to Hillary and say, hey, I'm going to step down. I, I just want an orderly transition. Otherwise, Libya will devolve into anarchy. And I don't want that. And she's like, mm, not taking that call. So and then she cackled. We came. We saw he died. And she started laughing like that's just sick stuff. Anyway, so Kucinich is trying to get uh, get the background on here so Saif al-Qaddafi called 
Kucinich. And that's one of Gaddafi's sons. So what's interesting is that, yes, they, they, they probably were listening because it's like foreign, but how did they know? Think, listen to how early this clip starts. Every single phone line in Kucinich's office is tapped. He did not know that. And how did they know? I mean, they're, they're not just tapping the ones that they know by the end are going to be relevant. They're tapping them all, right? So let's listen. You tell me if you agree. It's clip five. Good morning, Congressman Kucinich's office. Hello. Hello. May I speak to Amy, please? Sure. Can I let her know who's calling? Uh, Mohammed Ismail, on behalf of uh, Civil Islam Gaddafi. Sure. One sec. Congressman Kucinich's office. How may I help? Hello. May I speak to Amy, please? Yes, this is Amy. Uh, my name is Mohammed Ismail. I'm calling on behalf of Civil Islam Gaddafi. Okay. I- I'll transfer your call into the congressman. Hold on just one second, please. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yeah, may I speak to Congressman Kuchnik? Uh, this is he. Okay, I'll pass uh, Sefer Islam Gaddafi. Hello? Hello? I'll pass Mr. Sefer Islam Gaddafi to speak to you. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, safe speaking. Yes, uh, this is uh, uh, Dennis. Uh, nice to hear you. Uh, and... Um, I think uh, it's important that we talk because I'm trying to get information uh, that I need to uh, advise uh, uh, members here what exactly what's going on and to make sure that any information that is being uh, communicated uh, through other channels uh, here uh, uh, in in the government actually gets to members of Congress as well so that we are uh, totally aware of what the position is of of the uh, Libyan government. And I, I'm, I appreciate the chance to uh, uh, be able to uh, speak to you in that light so that the information can be obtained. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for your help and your support. So that this guy, boy, I can't believe he's still alive. He's trying to rescue Libya from the jaws of... Um, conflict which we Libya was in the news again this year Saudi Arabia this week Saudi Arabia and the West broadly speaking France is leading the charge I guess guess we're leading from behind it is trying to get a strong man to take out the UN recognized government in Tripoli but Saif I think maybe he will run again or whatever I can't believe he's alive he was arrested you should hear the rest of that tape whoa I've played it before uh Maybe let's tweet it. Binkley, do you have that? Maybe we'll tweet it, or I can tweet it after the show. But my point is, I mean, that thing always, that, talk about making your blood run cold. Uh, my point is, you could tell from that, it wasn't it wasn't on Gaddafi's end because the static was coming. Like, I, I don't, I think if the tap were on Gaddafi's end, the static would be not on his end. You know what I mean? If it was on his phone, the static would be when we were talking to him. Right. I mean, the, the, the delay and all that or whatever. So it seems to me very clear that that and I don't know. This leads to what Judge Napolitano said a couple of years ago about this actual thing, about this investigation. And and in the light of the Kucinich tape, it is interesting, I think, to hear what's really going on. So let's do which one was it? Yeah, let's do, if you wouldn't mind, clip seven, Judge Napolitano. 
Rachel. Surveillance of any person in the United States of America without suspicion, without probable cause, and without a warrant, meaning he doesn't have to go to yeah. a court to do it. So he can order the NSA, which already has the digital version of our phone calls, to, to transcribe the digital version into a transcript and give it to him. But if he does that, there's a record of the order. Right. So three intelligence sources have informed Fox News that President Obama went outside the chain of command. He didn't use the NSA. He didn't use the CIA. He didn't use the FBI. And he didn't use the Department of Justice. He used GCHQ. What the heck is GCHQ? That's the initials for the British spying agency. They have 24-7 access to the NSA database. So by simply having two people go to them saying, President Obama needs transcripts of conversations involving candidate Trump, conversations involving President-elect Trump, he's able to get it. And there's no American fingerprints on this. Sarah just threw in there that they have all of our recording, yeah. all of our phone calls digitized, and they just need to transcribe them, and that Obama <laughs> has the power. I mean, that's it was like, what? I mean, what? And then that that the, uh, certainly England, and I believe all of the echelon, the Five Eyes countries have the access to each other's thing. This is why I'm nervous that we just ask each other to do our dirty work, and it, it's outside these laws of domestic versus foreign. I don't really like drawing those lines, domestic versus foreign. It should be, do you have a a good reason, not just any reason, not just they're foreign? I don't like it. And I, I even think the second half of that Judge Napolitano clip is worth playing. If um, Rachel, if you wouldn't mind playing clip eight. Who are they? They are. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. Clip eight, not eighteen. Sorry. So you're saying that the British use their version of the CIA to wiretap Donald Trump's uh, phone or well, tower? Well, it's, it's, it's not a wiretap. The concept of plugging a wire into, into a phone box in the basement of a building is what the law was when these statutes were written in 1978. Everything is done electronically now via computer. The NSA has 24-7, 365 access to every mainframe computer of every telecom and every computer service provider that does business in the United wow. States. And they share that with various intelligence agencies, including the Brits. So the British intelligence agency had this. What I'm happened to the guy who ordered this? resigned Incredible. three days after Donald Trump was inaugurated. So <laughs> they just throw this stuff in there like we're not supposed to be like, what? Um, so there you have it. <laughs> That's extraordinary. Yeah, uh, it's... It, it is, it's just, uh, I'm speechless because first of all, I want to hat tip to Ricky Bobby for saying that to me. That's a couple of years old, and I just didn't realize the implications of it in the stuff he was saying about uh, just constant surveillance all the time. And these guys aren't really denying it. Brennan didn't really deny it. Barr isn't really denying it. Yeah, it's just assumed to be the normal way of things. And they're saying that it's okay, it's not really spying. But what, what you have to understand is what Napolitano's saying and what Kucinich shows in that clip is that 
They're collecting all the data. So it's completely in violation of the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment says they're not supposed to start spying on you without a reason. And they've done this other thing. It's called something. I forget what it's called. But they they collect all the data and they say, we only need a warrant to go back and listen to it. But that gives them the right to your data as if the default situation is the right or the like. it's like the cameras everywhere. The default is that they get to collect the data. If that's true, I would say the default needs to be that it's all live streaming, public, access, accessible, like Wikipedia of everything. Everybody's phone calls, right? Because if... It, if they can be trusted with it to not violate our rights, we're the one who empower them for, with everything. We're paying for it. So we should have the same. You can't trust them and not us. It's our data. We're if, if this is truly not private data, if this is truly not covered by the Fourth Amendment, then everyone should have, have the right to it. It's not a government right. The government has to push for a right. So we'll wrap it up after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Wait a minute. This is the future. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Wrapping it up, I wanted to, I try to do a Quora question of the week, either on this show or on the podcast. You can get the Monica Perez Show and the Propaganda Report podcast I do with Binkley on The Prop Report. This show comes out Wednesday and the podcast comes out Thursday. Last week on this show, I got a troll saying, Fox is ridiculous and CNN is real. And I was like, they're both ridiculous. And then in my email, in my mailbox, I mean, this happens. Like, it might not be a pervasive meme. It might just be targeted to me. Quora is weird like that. I get, this is the question, shows up in my email. What is the left-wing version of Fox News? And then the answer, which is upvoted, but not necessarily true, is there is no left-wing version of Fox News. Which is, <laughs> And then they show this, like, world of where 99% of all the hits are at clearly left-wing news and like there's little fox news in the corner and breitbart and it's like see like everybody else is just center (laughs) (laughs) so you can find that article on my web my twitter at monica perez show um that is what else we'll be we're doing regular three to six from now on on saturdays and and yes go to the prop report dot com for our audio you can subscribe, you can contribute, and but what I really would love uh, is to share. If you like the show, share it. And what do you got, Binkley? You have any parting words? You have 10 yeah, seconds. Tell somebody that Monica can short circuit about the show. <laughs> oh, when somebody calls? Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's worth listening for. I think I did that last week, so look for that. Thank you very much. This is Monica Perez. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.